0: I love how you use the word creativity and creating the way where you're creating the situation. If you're not taking creative responsibility for even creating conflict, that's also creativity. So I really love that. One of the most powerful parts of the book for me was talking about how the potential for closeness is what makes relationships hard and how sometimes when we get so close to intimacy, that's when things get really hard because we have that opportunity to heal. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. Well, go back to the first year of life. In the first year of life, you have the first six months, which is all about nurturing and learning to trust and receiving. The second six months of life, though, you begin to crawl around, you begin to explore. It's a whole different world then. And if you think about it, translate that to the rest of your life, we're always in a process of either getting close or getting individual getting close, individuating, Mm. unifying, individuating. We go back and forth between those two things all of our lives. And the idea in adult relationships is to see them as a process of deepening intimacy and to look at whatever comes up as a barrier to that. And then to talk about that lovingly or lovingly look into it in yourself. But what a lot of people do when those barriers start coming up They blame it on the other person and they lose the learning potential. That's the reason you can have people go through three or four different relationships, have the same pattern happen, and the person doesn't learn it. Mm. I remember I call it the greatest one-liner I've ever heard in my entire therapy practice. I saw my first client in 1968 and I saw my latest one yesterday, so I'm still engaged in the process of helping people. I only work with two or three people a week now, but in those way early days i had a whole school full of delinquents that i was trying to <laughs> <laughs> you loved them though we love our little delinquents <laughs> i love them they were very interesting characters I'm to work sure. with them. yeah i remember one 14 year old who saw a police car pulled up in front of a donut shop saw that the police car's door was open and the two policemen were up at the counter He decided to get in the police car and drive it off, forgetting that he had never driven a car in his life. And he made it about six blocks before he drove the car through the window of a department store. But here's the key thing on Monday, I'm working with him and I say, You know, like, why did you do it? Why did you, of all the possible things you could have done, why did you do that thing? And he said, Well, the door was open. And I said, well, okay, well, go at it a little bit deeper. And he said, well, I knew they had insurance. Wow. You know? So that was the kind of thinking that was very popular in the school that I taught at. That's why these kids had been sent there from all Mm -hmm. sorts of places. Mm -hmm. But anyway, back to the greatest one liner. When I was in my 30s, I was working with a guy who was also in his 30s. I lived in Colorado at the time. And he came in, and uh, first session, And I said, you know, what's on your mind? And he said, well, I'm 30-something years old. He said, since I was 17 years old, I've been through more than a dozen relationships, and they all lasted about six months, and then they all fell apart. Then he said, my favorite line, he said, I'm beginning to wonder if it has something to do with me. (laughs) This had happened like... (laughs) 12 or 15 times, you know. So sometimes as human beings, our learning curve is very slow before we say, hmm, what does this have to do with me? It was so simple once he just opened up that question, though, because it was a classic situation. When he was six months old, he was Mm. the youngest of four brothers. His mother ran off with another man and never appeared again in his life. Mm. So he didn't know who she was, but his father, Kept up this running dialogue. You can't trust women. Women will cheat on you. Women are evil. Just kept this dialogue up throughout my client's life. And I don't know what happened to the other three sons, but this guy had created one relationship mess after another. And they all had that six month kind of a thing to them. Now, isn't it amazing that the human consciousness as an unconscious entity can manifest Mm -hmm. that over and over again? All we have to do is turn that around and use that same manifestation power to create things we want, Mm -hmm. to create things that are good for us, you know, things that are good for us to eat, people that are good for us to love. In my 20s, I had what I called a very damaged picker. I picked people in relationships that usually had addictions of some Mm -hmm. sort that I didn't know about, you know, and I grew up in a family where there was a lot of secret addictions, I didn't realize the effect that that mm-hmm. had on me till later. It seemed to invite into my life one woman after the other that was either a secret drinker or a secret smoker. The one mm-hmm. I was with before I uh, had that breakup, before I met Katie, was into Valium. And I didn't mm-hmm. really discover it because I'd never taken Valium. And I didn't realize there was these times of the day when she felt a little not there, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. And, and it was different. I noticed it just like a person who doesn't drink probably would notice a person who drank even a small amount. But things like that, I realized eventually that was because I had a bad picker. I picked people Mm -hmm. who had those problems to fit my programming. And so that's one thing that anybody in their 20s and early 30s really needs to look at is, Mm -hmm. what's my basic program regarding who do I select? Mm -hmm. Who do I pick? What kind of person do I for? Do I go for a person who enhances my evolution or one that slows down my evolution? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe, and if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.